Oh, Sandy. <laughs> Today, Devin and I are putting on our leather jackets. That's right. We are talking Danny and Sandy from Greece. And we have a special guest. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to We Ship It. In this episode, we are discussing Sandy and Danny from Greece. Mm -hmm. I remember when I grew up, there were a series of movies my mom basically required me to watch. And of course, Greece was one of them. As it should have been. As it should have been. (laughs) But that doesn't necessarily mean that I am in love with this particular couple. So I'm excited to see what you guys think about this. (laughs) I know. There are lots of complicated thoughts on these two. So we knew we had to bring in a guest to help us talk about him. So let me introduce today's guest, my mom, Marcy Setnar. (laughs) I love the energy. Uh, Hi, Mama. Hi, honey. Since its conception, Mom has always been a fan of this film and the era, and it's through her love for this musical and others that I myself have fallen in love with musicals and the like. She's a whiz when it comes to the lyrics and dialogue, and she's always ready for a good hand jive. So thank you for coming on, Mama. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) This is the best thing ever. Everyone will now see where Devin gets his like. And I even brought my album from back when. Okay, is that a record? Is that like an actual? It is a record. You know, some people may not know what these are, but it is a real record. Y'all. Y'all. I'm dying because, you know, they don't have these many times anymore. Oh, but look at that. That's so official. I Do you know. have a record player? Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. <laughs> You'll find it. Okay. I will. Great. <laughs> well, I'm very excited. We should play some music at the beginning of this, but we love it. So excited to have you here with us. Okay. Thanks so before me. we hop in, let's start with our introductory spoiler alert. Spoiler. Yes. We are going to be going into plot details about Greece. So watch it or beware. And now let's give a brief summary. Whew. It is the summer of 1958 and local smooth talker Danny Zuko and vacationer Sandy Olsen. Sandy Olsen? Her last name is Olsen? Bro, I never knew that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, these two meet and fall in love. However, at the end of the summer, they must part ways. Starting senior year at Rydell High, which I love the little do 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 Rydell High. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, there. So yeah, so starting the senior year at Rydell High, Danny is known for leading his greaser gang, the T Birds. Which, how cool is that? Uh, this should be the end of this love story. But Sandy's parents decide to stay, and she enrolls at Rydell and befriends Frenchie, a member of the Greaser Girls group, the Pink Ladies. Eventually, these two cross paths, but the initial spark of summer is smothered when expectations aren't met. That's very true. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) 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 After some failed attempts, Danny and Sandy attend the school dance together and hit it off during the hand jive competition. However, after Sandy gets pulled off the dance floor by members of the T-Birds, Cha-Cha cuts in to win the dance and Sandy leaves brokenhearted. In one last attempt to win her back, 
he, he attempts very many times. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny takes her to the drive-in, attempts to give her his ring, and forces himself on her and leaves outraged. Oh, and she leaves outraged. And Danny questions how he can make it work with her. On the day of the drag race, Sandy watches as Danny wins the race and concludes that she still loves him and is willing to let go of her prim personality to impress him. We have to talk about this, Devin. You know. (sighs) On the last day of school, Danny is surprised to see the new Sandy, quite new, in her greaser getup. They confess their mutual love and sail off into the sunset in the revamped Grease Lightning car. Woo woo! Whoa, that was very good, Devin. Well done. You're welcome. And with that, let's begin. All right. So let's talk about this masterpiece. Why do you think Greece is one of the most important and well-renowned musicals of our time? Mm. Mama Setna, you want to start us off? Okay, I will. So <laughs> what I why I think it is is because it was one of the very not very first, but it was one of the first musicals that had pop music yes Mm -hmm. you know it it had a different genre in there and you know you had my fair lady and you had singing in the rain and you had all the classics Mm -hmm. and the great awesome classics but i think this is one of the first ones that had that pop music that this the the people could relate to at the time Mm -hmm. you know it was it was a different era and it it also i think a lot of people it went back to their high school days, mm-hmm. you know, and they re- relived it and they re- can relate to a lot of it. You know, it, it was yes. the peer pressure. It was the love at first sight. It was the, the friendships and the, the, you know, just a lot of different things that draw drew people to this musical. And I, but most importantly, I think it was the music. It was just, yes, I think different. you're right. Like it's so relatable. And this is what my mom says too. Like, obviously they're portraying the fifties. So like it wasn't exactly like lining up to like the high school, <laughs> but at the same time, I think when it came out, like because of the music, because it was so like different, but it really portrayed the, the difficult relationships that high schoolers do go through. I think it was just completely relatable to, to kids of that time and to teenagers mm-hmm. of that time. And that's why it's just such a classic. And mm-hmm. I think the music made it more like digestible for the age group that they wanted to be watching this musical. So I think that that really helped too. Um, and I think it's famous for like similar reasons that shows like Saved by the Bell or like 90210 are famous because the the people who are directing it just like get that age group that they're going for. It's not like made for like, the older generation of that time, you know, it was made for the the kids. So I, I really I love it. And when I was young, I like I, I have my opinions on Danny and Sandy, but I love Grease overall. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a great and the music is amazing and it's just an awesome show. Yeah, I just yep. think it's the ultimate high school flick. Yeah. Yep. Um, and like we were already talking about the music. It's so catchy. And even if you're not a fan of the plot line itself, like you can relate to the music and the music gets you going. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's funny that although this is seen as a very rowdy, oversexed and um, like almost kind of edgy, dangerous kind of theater piece, um, it broke grounds for other musicals like it. It was mm-hmm. an alter- it was an alternative for those that wanted something different than just the classical norm, which we were talking about just a bit earlier. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I have a bunch of high school musical comparisons coming up. Oh, I know. You better (laughs) believe it. Okay, so next question. During summer nights, 
that opener, you know, one of the greats. Danny and Sandy both recount their version of how their summer fling went down. What does their retelling say about them and how they want to present the fling? What are their thoughts on love here? Mm. So both of them have two different stories. I mean, Sandy, the prim and proper, she's retelling it as a, oh, my Prince Charming and very romantic and cute. And, oh, he wanted to hold my hand. And, you know, we stayed out till 10 o'clock and right. just very pure and innocent when, um, I'm sorry, talking with my hands, <laughs> clapping. Please when do. Danny <laughs> tells the story, you know, it's more of the... Um, not just the retelling it, but the gestures and telling it <laughs> yeah. that told the story. Um, he was the hero that saved her life because mm-hmm. she nearly drowned. And we made out under the dock, you know, hey. when hers was the holding hands, they were making out. And, um, and you know, and even at the end, she was like... Um, they made their true love vow, you know, yep. but to him it was, it got cold and it was over. So, you yep. know, yep. it was two different stories there. <laughs> the two classic like cliche guy versus yep. girl. Guy versus girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is wonderful. <laughs> what about you, Deb? Uh, I, like same thing. We get two very different versions of the same story here yep. mm-hmm. um, and two different I- illustrations of love. Um, Sandy's depiction is too over the top dramatic and romantic. And Russo, I'm sorry, not Russo, Rizzo even points that out. She <laughs> says, true love, but he didn't land a hand on you. Sounds like a creep to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rizzo so, knows. <laughs> so um, Sandy fantasizes over her summer and creates this elaborate story of the two young loves just gush- gushing over each other as the sun sets. Whereas Danny, on the other hand, tries to impress his crew Um, He gives them exactly what they want to hear, the sexy details. Um, He portrays himself (laughs) as the hero who sweeps this girl off her feet and gets down with her. Um, And even the choreography is also drastically different. Mm -hmm. If you watch, we have Sandy dancing around and skipping (laughs) like a little girl, whereas Danny is in the bleachers gyrating and making (laughs) himself look like this smooth guy doing his hair. And they're they're all like showing their muscles, macho man. On the bleachers. So there's two different, like completely, and it's also shown in the choreography, just the, <laughs> the illustrations of love mm-hmm. that they portray. That is really funny because it shows their priorities. It's right. like, <laughs> but like, I, and we'll talk more about this throughout. I'm not sure if his priorities are more that he wants to impress his friends or that he actually like is just like a, you know, looking for sex all the time. Like, right. That's but the if you, question. If you, if you remember the opening scene when they are saying their goodbyes, he looks like a totally different person. He has that little blue jacket on mm-hmm. and yeah, his hair still slicked back and everything, but he looks more like a more sincere Danny. Yeah. And you see when he first sees her, like when she comes out of the, what, yeah. the bonfire thing, yep. when he first sees her, he's like, Sandy. And then he's like, Oh wait, gotta, Ooh, gotta tone it back. Like, gotta <laughs> Um, so I, I do tend to think that Danny has like a better, I don't know. He, he has a better intention than he's like leading on some of the yeah. time. But. All right. Next. Do you think Sandy is too devoted to her love for Danny as she sings? But baby, can't you see? There's nothing else for me to do. I'm hopelessly devoted to Such you. Such a song. Such a song. <laughs> oh, my Classic God. song. <laughs> How many girls at that time sang that song to their Danny? (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, listen, as much as like 
I want to talk about the unhealth of being devoted to a human being. That's high school. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. Like, yeah, people are fickle. You probably shouldn't devote yourself to a human being ever. (laughs) But at the same time, like, that's what you feel when you have the ups and the downs of the high school emotions. And you think you're like, this is my person. This is who I want to be with forever. They'll learn down the line. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think that song really reflects well, like, those high school I think it resonates emotions. well with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But um yeah, I think there is a point I will say this because we have to comment on the general, you know, application of it all too. I I think there is a point where you can become too devoted to someone else. Mm-hmm. And you get to this point perhaps where Danny is not the best thing for her. And if that's the case, then if she can't break it off in a healthy way, then that's where I'd be concerned. But I I, I tend to like tiptoe on the line of it's okay. She's just being dramatic type. Mm-hmm. Thing. It's It was the high school love. It was your first, you know, probably her first love. Exactly. So that's, that's what her thought of love was. Mm-hmm. Did you have something to say, Devin? You looked like you were going for it. No, I, I just think she's. And I don't know if it's necessarily devoted to Danny in a sense or more devoted to her image of what love should be. Mm -hmm. Um, She puts Danny and her summer on a pedestal and the greaser Danny can't stand up to it. So -hmm. she puts all of her eggs in one basket kind of thing. Um, She's too transfixed on what she thinks love should be than working to accept what love is in the moment. Yep. You're 100% right. Well done. Snaps for Devin. Okay. Snap, snap. <laughs> Next question. Love is all about compromise. We're going to talk about compromise mm. a lot. So love is all about compromise and becoming a better person, right? So how do these two go through that process? Well, <laughs> uh, love is about loving a person for who they are, mm-hmm. right? So not making someone change for your love, That's how I see it. Compromise and becoming a better person is all good and something we work toward. But I don't think we do it for love. Mm -hmm. I I think that that when you compromise and change, you're doing it because you love that person. You're not doing it for the love of a person. That's a really important distinction. I think they got their reason for compromising and changing yeah. Way off base. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Definitely. you do it because you don't want to you don't want to compromise yourself and you don't want to change yourself for so someone will love you. You do it because you love someone. That's a really good way love. to put it. I really like that. Thanks. Because thanks we struggle thanks. So, with so this they were idea. Out, they were way out. They yeah. were way off board in that. They were. But so Devin and I have struggled with this idea of compromise before, but I like the way that you put it, that it's like you're not compromising to like to fight for someone to love you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you're compromising yep. because that's what you want to do to make the other person healthy and happy. Um, but yeah, sorry, Devin. I know it's your answer. No, Go you're ahead. good. <laughs> uh, but I think Danny has to accept that he needs to step up to the plate a little bit um, mm-hmm. and act like he's really serious about what he wants with Sandy. Um, there's no more show. There's no more trying to impress the guys. He he needs to be honest with himself, his feelings, and with Sandy. If that's what he really wants. Correct. Right. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, moving from there, I think he 
he does work towards that. He does join um, sports and try to catch your eye. And at the close of the film, he's walking around in his Letterman like sweater um, instead of his normal T-Bird uh, one. So I see you definitely see a little bit of a change in him to want to be something more of what she's looking for to try and be kind of meet her in the middle. I guess, in a sense, um, whereas Sandy, on the other hand, needs to accept that love is not a fantasy, at least mm-hmm. not at all times. It can be at times, but not necessarily. It's not all going to be this summer loving, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that does not mean that she needs to change and let her guard down. She still deserves to be respected. But I think her version of what love should be was a um, just at a bar that no man let alone Danny could have met. So she needs to loosen up and be more comfortable with reality in a sense. Yes. Um, And she does manage that. She, she does make the, but I don't know if she makes the right choice in the end. I guess we'll talk about that Hmm. a little bit later. Yeah, I have to. So there's, there's something that like, I, I always talk about the fact that you really shouldn't have to compromise your values, like your core values. Mm-hmm. And because if you do, then that sh- that drastically changes your relationship. So my question is, and I'm not sure if I have an answer to it. I'm just wondering, like when each person changes, is are we meant to assume as the audience that like they're changing more than just their appearances leading on, or is it an appearance thing? I know Danny joins a sport, right? But it's like the sport jacket that like mm-hmm. is his compromise in the end. Right. So she changes her appearance. Now, is it just her appearance that she's compromised on? Or are we led to assume that like when her appearance changes, other her things values, have changed yeah. as well? Like, like her purity, like all of these other things that like she valued a lot from the beginning. And so that's my real question about Danny and Sandy that will ultimately make or break my answer to the final question of this episode is what is it that she was compromising on? Because, yeah, it's one thing to run around in a leather studded suit or whatever that was. I mean, she's hot. She really is. But my question is, what is it that she compromised on? Right, and I don't right. know if there's an answer to that. I don't know if we're given any answer if we're meant to assume. Well, a thing that I think we're missing out on, because you don't see it, is how their relationship progressed in the summer. True. You know, you don't know how Danny acted during the summer. He could have been a totally different person. That's a key thing, and, too. And he could have followed, you know, he could have been, he could have been her Prince Charming or, or acted totally different within. You know, if, if he went... You know, because at one point she says they had tea. If he went to the father, you know, if he went to the family, he could have been a totally different person. So she could have been, you know, like, what are you up to, man? You, when when yep. I first met you, you were this person and now you're this person. So who's mm-hmm. doing the compromising and who's doing the leading on and who's doing the changing part? That it's all there's all these different like aspects of the relationship that I think we don't get really, really crucial key moments like in depth to make certain calls like you said about the summer but also like i'd like to see the following weeks after they graduate like does all of it just go back to normal (laughs) or like what's going on um but yeah i i see what you're saying too like we don't know who the danny was that she met in the Mm -hmm. summer um but yeah all right so let's talk about some of your favorite moments between these two what are some of your favorite shipper moments 
Um, I liked when Danny was trying to sneak her into the restaurant. Yes. You know, because he was like, we got to sneak in. We got to hide each other because if they see us together, they're going to like, you know, (laughs) so, so there was a whole thing. I liked at the track when he was running and fell yeah, you know, she went out to him and, <laughs> what you know, a classic. that was a classic. And, but there was a moment there too, that, you know, she kind of hinted that she didn't want that person, you know, cause of, I can't think of his name. Who's Tom? the other guy? Was it Tom? I think it's Tom. Cause I wrote about him too. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, you know, she kind of hinted that, you know, he was a you know, a little weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah did it, she didn't want Danny to become him. And so there were some moments where I think that it kind of showed the relationship that they had during the summer. Yeah, for sure. And so one of my favorite scenes is when she's on a date with that guy and <laughs> Danny tries to apologize to her in the restaurant. And like, she's like, that's what I love about Tom. He is so simple. And I'm just like, yes, like Danny's too freaking complicated. And then he gets like so jealous. He's like, yeah, I could run circles around that guy. And she's like, I'll believe it when I see it. She walks away. I'm like, yes, you tell him, girl. (laughs) Oh, it's one of my favorites. (laughs) But Devin, what do you got for us? So I love their dance off the competition, mm-hmm. the hand drive competition. That's yes. just a good moment. It really is. And though it gets ruined, <clears throat> but that's besides the point. Um, I love the specifically. So I love you're the one that I want, but mm-hmm. specifically, I love the scene when they're in the fun house and they're on that tilt. Uh, I don't yes. know what the certain part is, but they're like doing the shimmy back and forth with each other. I love that part. Um, and <clears throat> My last one is when Danny's trying to get his ring off and he's mm-hmm. like slicking his hair to try and like get it like <laughs> to come off. And he, then he nails it right in the boob. <laughs> Literally, Danny's screw ups are my favorite part of this movie, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, okay, next question. So Danny tries to make up with Sandy after the dance fails yet again um, by going to the drive-in. There he attempts to give her his ring. Why is this such a big step for Danny? And is he doing it out of love or something else? (laughs) So I think it is. um, It's a big deal for Danny. Mm -hmm. It's because he's not the type to go steady with a girl and especially a girl like Sandy. You know, there were the pink ladies and and those were his His types of girls and cha-cha. And, you know, so this was a total total new thing for Danny. You know, this was something important to him. And I think though, that the reasoning, I think he thought once he was going steady with Sandy, that he could get his way with her. Yeah. So was it the right thing to do or the right reasoning to do it? That I don't know. You know, I think he wanted to, because he wanted to show her he was committed or, or wanted to be, she, he wanted her to be his girl, but was it the real reason back yeah. then you know what i mean i think it was more yeah. of because after he does it he goes oh sandy oh sandy yes you know yes. And th- that's what she nails him so yeah i think there was an ulterior motive there for danny yeah and i think it's the only form of love that he like understands mm-hmm. like i yes. think that's what it is like it's clear that he believes it's something that's expected of him once he gives her that ring to like show his like 
love for her or whatever feelings he's having. And I and ultimately, that's why he gives her his ring, because, yeah, you're right. It's something that was so different for him. It's not what he's ever been through before. But then he like reverts to his old like expectation, which is if I love this person, then we're going to do it. It's great. Here's my ring. Let's go. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) And I think that's what makes him love her even more almost, which is like. It's beautiful. I mean, it sucks that it had to happen in the first place. It's awkward and hilarious for us to watch. But, you know, it shows him what real love is in the end. Go ahead, Devin. I'm sorry. I keep taking. It's okay. No, you're good. I love it. So I but I do think it like you guys said, it's a huge step for him. He wants to go steady. He wants to take this more seriously. Um, That being said, I don't think he's doing it out of love necessarily. I think it's a whoops. I messed up. What's a romantic gesture that will make her forget about what, ha- like what happened? Oh, I can get laid. Yeah. How, like, saying. how can I, how can I make this better? Hmm. Yeah. I'll give her my ring. Yeah. Um, could there be feelings of love behind it? Sure. I think as a high school dude that he's not necessarily thinking about romance here, but how to get her to feel loved, not be in love in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I make her think that she's in love so that I can get something out of it? Mm-hmm. You're a hundred percent right. Yep. High school guy priorities. What can I say? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> All right. So stranded at the drive-in. Sing it. Danny sings, "Baby, someday when high school is done, somehow, some way, our two worlds will be one." Do you think high school adds a layer of pressure when it comes to relationships? Yes, it really freaking does. It really <laughs> screaming does. in my ear kind of deal. But it does. Oh my god, high school. High school love and high school romance is totally different. And and I think a lot has to do with um, the peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And it still does today. And I think that's why the movie still, you know, renazates, ren- ren- is that what I said? Resonates. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Resonates today. With so many people, you have the peer pressure, you know, of dating and of, sex and of mm-hmm. you know everything and and so yeah i think high school is a major pressure it is it's a major like it's a major pressure point for everyone like like danny feels pressure constantly his friends feel pressure it's this awkward thing of like they're all pressuring each other but they all don't want to be pressured and it's like just, just <laughs> acknowledge that shit and move on but um you can tell that like in the beginning his friends do not approve of the normal monogamous relationship he's trying to enter and who he's dating and He's constantly trying to fit in. And it's just it's really it's funny to watch because you remember being a high schooler Um, (laughs) pulls you back into that ridiculous cycle. (laughs) Um, But it's the same with, you know, young girls in high school. I find I think it's just a lot of pressure. Your world is smaller in high school. You know, everyone and they've always known you. And so it's just like a stick to the script and don't stick out. Like that's how I'm going to get through this day. And I think that's where a lot of the pressure comes from for them not to like truly be themselves in a relationship. And it's really sad that we go through such a significant portion of our life like under that pressure. But I think it like, it sets you up to like figure out who you really are. It makes you confident in the end. Um, If you're able to thwart it, that is, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But what about you, Devin? I agree. And I, and I, I see this in 
I see this happen from a teacher's perspective mm-hmm. um, and when I was a student as well. Um, there's just so much drama and who's with whom gossip. It's almost intoxicating at times. Mm-hmm. There's an extreme need or desire um, manifested from this pressure, the sense that you have to be with someone or have interest in someone, um, even though you're only 16 and you have the world ahead of you. Um, so in some respects, I understand dating situation where he feels torn to try and be somebody that he doesn't necessarily want to be anymore. Um, I think there's a part of him that doesn't want to be the greaser anymore and Mm -hmm. wants to be less angsty, Um, but his social realm won't allow him to be that way. So he has to try and, I don't know, go through the motions of it all. It's Mm kind of similar to, uh, you were saying earlier, you're going to bring in some high school musical vibes. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Because high school musical is like another revision of this in a sense Mm -hmm. um where like troy he has that i don't want to be a basketball star anymore i want to try something different i want to be somebody different as well i'm tired of being this jock i want something else in my life um so same way here uh, danny's also trying to deal with this battle yeah and i like that you bring up high school musical because that's exactly what i was thinking of was like like watching troy have to like lie to his friends and sneak around to like be in this play (laughs) But I want to compare the ending. I think this will be the next question, but I want to compare the ending of High School Musical with the ending of Grease because I think I think that they get like a very similar storyline. And I think that they end it better in HSM. But we can argue about it. We can. So here's the next question. All right. You can have my head if you want, but we're, we're first going to talk about Greece and then I want to compare. So what are your thoughts on Sandy's end of movie transformation? Does she change for love? Okay, again, I don't think <laughs> you like, need to change for love. That drives me crazy. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think she changed to teach maybe Danny a lesson. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, um, so is this what you want? You know, you know. And he's like, yes. (laughs) But I think even during the song. She tries to be the the tough cookie, the the pink lady, the leather wearer, the Mm -hmm. the crazed maniac, you know, but I think during the song, the fun comes out in it. Yeah. And it's just the two of them having fun. And I don't think the change really became effective. Mm-hmm. I think it was a change just for that moment, but I don't think deep down she changed who she really is. I think I agree with that. Devin, go ahead. You first. No, I, I, cause I have mixed feelings about it too. Um, she shouldn't have to change for love, but she also couldn't hold on to her old self in a sense. Like the whole film is about adolescence and the changes that come with it, but this change cannot be ignored. And I don't think it's a healthy one in a sense either. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, if it does mean that she's changing herself, um, I don't know how far it goes. Cause I do agree in the sense that she, like there's a moment where um, like she, she's, she comes out and she says, uh, that stud, I forget. Tell oh, me about tell it. Tell me about stud. And then, oh, she knows the line. I and then, it. and then, um, like he like falls on the floor or something, and and she's she has a cigarette in her she, hand. She's not even punched. She do, she doesn't even know like what to do with yeah. it. And then the girls are like throw on the, fa- the ground and stomp on it. Like, <laughs> so I don't I don't think it fully set in. I think there is a part of her that um she just wanted to say like 
is this the type of person that you're looking for? Because right. I can't be this person, but we have to work at this together kind of deal. Like you yep. need to step up to the plate as well. Like this is a two-way street kind of deal. I would love to give her that credit that you are giving her. <laughs> but this is coming from me not seeing much of the summer scenes and not seeing much of the after scenes. And yeah. I am concerned because it really, if you think about what movies do to culture, there are a lot of people that watch them very literally and not analytically. And yep. so watching Sandy change and you kind of see him change, but then he like throws the jacket off. He's like, yeah, it's not really me. And then she's just like smoking and doing all this stuff. It really could be a detrimental like scene, I think, in my opinion. But at the same time, it's fun. It's fun as hell. And that's why I love this movie, because it's like, yeah, I get the values. Like you have to really dig deep to find the values here. But at the same time, it is fun. And I kind of like the way you were putting it, Marcy, because like so it could just be her being like, is this what you want? And like having a little bit of fun and they're, they're really truly coming out of their shell a little bit more. Like she isn't just like wearing the ponytail and like being the prim and proper girl. She's letting herself like be a little bit more out there and be a little bit more fun. And, yeah, and, and I think there is a sense of like, I need to, I think there, she always wanted to try and be this type of person, but she was afraid of like being judged or whatnot. So she, now right. she's just saying, okay, I'm going to forget this, forget the social context of it all and just have fun, enjoy it. Yeah. And that's the question that I was asking earlier. Like, is this a moment where she says, I'm just going to let loose and like have fun for a little bit? Or is it like a moral value change on Sandy's part? Like, yeah. We don't see the after effect. We don't see her going and doing it with him in the car later or whatever it is. But I, I do get the impression and the sense that that's not where they were going with this. Like just yeah. based on like the weird flying car scene and they're like smiling and happy <laughs> and whatever. I don't get the sense it's like this the breakdown of morals in Sandy's life. I think it's just like a moment where she comes out of herself. Um, so with that in mind, High School Musical or Grease? Now, I'm throwing you off with this question, <laughs> but I think High School Musical does it a little better, and you can tell me why I'm wrong. Maybe the music isn't as good as Grease. I'll give you that, but... I'd have to agree with you there. I don't think the music as, as good. is as good. Not I as think good. it's catchy and that it was what it was for our generation. That's but, millennials. But Grease, is, but Grease is like withstanding no matter what. Like I agree. Everyone can listen to Grease. Right. High School Musical is a little cheesy. I'll give you that. But I do think the fact that Troy and Gabriella actually come together on a point of like common ground which is they both love singing they love the play that gives them something stronger than just two people that really don't have much in common but are changing for each other do you know what i mean yeah I that's agree with my that. difficulty i think the ending is much better mm -hmm. um and you get a better sense of like who they are and where they stand and then the, the fact that we also get two additional movies after that we kind of get a full closure idea right. mm -hmm. of their relationship whereas with that's danny true. and sandy we're just dropped off the edge of a cliff kind of yeah. deal um and I think with Danny and Sandy, with Grease compared to High School Musical, Grease had a lot more fantasy in it. Yep. You know, you had the beauty school dropout. You had, the, you know, you had these Those other. Those were so fun. You know, they are fun, but they were more of a fantasy. I mean, where High School Musical is more of a, a now day. 
you know, very and, they, like, and they and they lead it more like Devin said, they show, you know, you had Greece too, and you had but the, totally different and totally unworthy of the Greece title to right? me. <laughs> but I still think there was more fantasy in Greece because it was a different musical. It was a whole different time frame too. You know, you had the high school musical learned from Greece, I think, and more upcoming musicals, you know. So I think there was for the first high school musical, Greece was was pretty cool. The I, ending, I yeah, accept cheesy. your rebuttal. Who gets in a in a car and flies off? Come on. I know, was- but but I accept your rebuttal. I mean, that makes sense for what for when it came out, for what it was. Right. Like it's it's unique and iconic in its own way. I just find it interesting to like compare the relationships because Greece, I'm sure. Was there any cultural impact? Like, did people start wearing their hair like that again or like wearing T-bird jackets or whatever? You know what? I think sometimes they did come back a little bit, not yeah. with the leather, with the leather jackets and stuff like that. I mean, I was younger, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I can still see people rolling up their their jeans, you know, when they did and the saddle shoes came back in and, you know, stuff like that, I think. So, so I don't think fun. it was a huge culture change, but right. I think it brought some things back. That's really funny. I like that. Cool. But I, so, I accept your rebuttal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, high school musical. Yeah, it was good. We watched it. But it's no grease. No grease. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so since we talked about the ending a little bit, so let's dive a little bit deeper. Um, at the end, Danny and Sandy fly off into the sunset in Danny's car, literally. But do you think they will have a happily ever after? What do you think about their college years? Okay, so I'm going to go out here. I don't, I mean, I think they realized through that whole process that they truly love each other, especially after they do the whole we go together um, and the changing and realizing that they need to be who they need to be if they want to love each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think Danny grew a little bit through that and realizing that he does love Sandy. It might not be forever, happily ever after, but I think, I think they had some time together after the movie, you know, after it ended or whatever. I think, I don't know that it was forever love, you know, but I think they might've, I mean, had something because they did realize that they loved each other for who they were. Mm-hmm. You You see, I I think I might, you may have actually changed my answer here. My original (laughs) answer was, I don't think so. (laughs) Outright. And I very rarely will make stances like that with so little information given. Um, Like, I, you know me, I'm obviously a high school sweetheart supporter. Have Mm -hmm. to be, right? But (laughs) you gotta. (laughs) Originally, like I was thinking these two were just really caught up in their high school worlds and the pressure from that. And once they get into the real world, like what's going to happen? But I do think that you're right in that they did go through that pressure and they came out on top of it. So I think that that ultimately was a good preparation for whatever is going to come in the coming years. I just I just don't trust Danny. That might be my only reserve is I could yeah. see him if he went to college. Yeah. I could totally see him just like going out there, getting a new girl like I. But I back then college wasn't wasn't as like everyone was going a necessity as it is today. That's yeah. True. Everybody was going. And and again, I go back to the whole summer thing. There was something about Danny that made Sandy fall in love with him. 
That's very true. You know, and through the process, I think you see how he changed to be back to what he was maybe when summer came or when they were in summer and and they found their, they fell in love or they met and and liked each other, whatever you want to call it. But I think through the whole process, Danny became that other Danny, not became the other Danny, but reverted back to who he was when they met. He wasn't the the T-bird. He was just Danny. Mm -hmm. I like that. I, I don't like know that Devin, you have to answer this one too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think it's hard to say. I don't know if at the close of the musical, if they have a firm enough foundation to deem them worthy of a happily ever after. Um, could it happen? Sure. Will it happen? I have no idea. Um, I don't know if at this moment in time, they have that foundation to carry them off to whatever that next big step is. Um would it be nice? Would it be like, would it feel good as a watcher to know this? Absolutely. But I don't Mm -hmm. think, I don't know. (laughs) There's very little certainty. I think there is, there is a lot of uncertainty, but I think they grew and I think they realized that they just need to be who they are. I agree, but moving on. Okay. So this soundtrack is iconic as we have discussed. So what is your top pick if you had to choose just one or two? Cause I picked two. <laughs> no, you had to pick just one. That was why I can't, I can't <laughs> Devin. Oh, definitely. We go together. Yeah. I, I, I love that one. I tried really hard to not pick that one. So, but I will say that that's probably on my list. Yep. too. Okay. So mine was hopelessly devoted. Oh. I love that song. <laughs> what a freaking ballad. But Sappy also, love song. I really like the song Grease. Okay. Do you guys listen Grease to that Lightning? song? No, the, the Grease song by that Grease. other guy that's not in Grease it. Grease is the word. Yes. When I was a kid, I would jam to that song in the car like <laughs> all the time. Um, but Devin, tell us. So I, since you're giving two, I'll give two as well. So I love you're the one that i want i think it's just so catchy so like everybody knows that song Mm -hmm. whoever you are you know that song regardless um it's just so good and it and it's it capitalizes who danny and sandy are and the whole grease uh grease vibe um but if I had to choose another one, I love those magic changes. A great um, song. <laughs> All so of good. them. All of them. All right. Moving on. And this is just a th- throw in kind of deal. Um, but is there another relationship or a character? I think we're probably going to choose more of a character. But from <laughs> uh, is there another relationship or character from here that you're a fan of? I love Frenchie. I love Frenchie too. Love That's Frenchie. what I said. She's a hero. <laughs> uh, that girl's such a dreamer. Oh my gosh. I want and to. There's be always her. a Frenchie in the group. She's. I, I just love the act. The actress. The actress. And how she's she, so and how great. She, she played it. that so well. <laughs> Rizzo, not a fan. I, I'm no. not necessarily a fan no. of. Um, the character necessarily necessarily of um, Frenchie just because she just seems so flighty. Yep. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're too far out there, girl. Let's reel it in, reel it in. <laughs> yep. Honestly. Um, but what were you going to say? No, Frenchie. That's Frenchie. it. I, I really like Rizzo's character arc. 
I, See, that's why I chose Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, I really like like watching her character, and you know, Kaniki, whatever. I could do without him. Um, yeah, he's he's no, he's no, not I, a great. I didn't choose a relationship. I chose the person, and because I was never a big fan of Rizzo um, when I was younger, but I have a lot more appreciation and respect for her mm-hmm. and her character change mm-hmm. and her arc. Um, she has so much strength and so much spirit, even though she's kind of a, like a rude jerk. Underneath it all, she has a heart, and I think she's the way that she is in order to protect herself. Yep. Um, she puts up walls and she acts as this one way um, because she's afraid of what other people will do or how people will treat her. Um, so she has to be hard and tough on people. Um, I mean, she literally let her secret slip to a friend and seconds later it goes through the entire crowd um, and Kaniki finds out and walks up to her is like, so I heard you you're knocked up <laughs> like Kaniki, like she oh. try she tries in that moment to be honest with somebody and still it like bites her in the butt right, so she right. realizes like i can't i need to be hard i need to be tough so that other people don't step on me and don't treat me in that way so i do like um and just her her ballad is so strong mm-hmm. um like i can't that's not the person i can't i, I can't be that person because i need to be this person for myself i think um, rizzo is like probably the like you don't want to like her when you first meet her but i think Agreed. she probably has the most depth for analysis she out definitely of any grows character in the movie yeah like danny and sandy the main characters but they don't have as much like depth in my opinion as a rizzo and, yeah. and that's why i don't love kaniki because he could be a flawed dude i don't care but he's also just he doesn't meet her at like her level of depth right. so we could talk all day about rizzo <laughs> but Okay, my turn. Oh, it's the important question. Okay. Now, do we ship it? I ship it. Okay. <laughs> there was I'm a sorry. Pause. I got to ship like, it. Oh, no. I mean, growing up with this, it 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 just yeah. You just everybody to. wanted that romance in high school and yep. wanted that first love experience and there were their flaws, yeah. There were flaws. I still think that who they were during the summer, we don't know. You know, when they meet each other, you know, Sandy just thinks it's going to pick up. Danny's like, oh, no, right. you know. But I think throughout the movie, they change and they become who they were back when they first met. Yeah. And I still think they find that connection. That's good. That's good, Devin. You're, you also didn't answer right away. So <laughs> I'm curious. I have mixed feelings. Um, I shipped the movie. <laughs> I literally was going to say that, Devin. I am a huge oh. fan of the movie and it will always be like special. Um, but I don't know if I, in the end, ship their relationship. I would like to see more growth and I would like to see more of what's to come or even just like maybe one final scene that shows them after the right. event like yeah, those like good. i would have liked to see one scene where it's just the two of them again mm-hmm. um no no more social environment just the two of them talking about something whether that's be like something random as like the sunset like i don't care what it was i just want there to be some like one final scene where it's just the two of them so i can really make a decision of what i think about them because i don't know i just have mixed feelings i will always ship the movie i just don't mm-hmm. know and the musical and in, in, in general but i don't know if i ship them i think it's a cute thing i really want to ship them i just don't know if it's in the cards 
Yeah. I don't want to be an like an ass right now. But honestly, <laughs> like I love Greece. Love it to pieces, which I don't know if this comments on like this makes like a comment on like the fact that the movie's great, even though like the couple isn't the main like stars. But I, I think my mind is not set. It was pretty set before we had these conversations, but I'm I honestly you've changed my mind a little bit. Like I I don't have an answer right now. Um, <laughs> well, and maybe it's the romantic in me, but I yeah. always I always still go back to and I said it before and I'll say it again. We don't know what they had in the yeah. summer. You know, and- they're romantic. That's what I like is like this movie is romantic. It's funny and it's like it's enjoyable. Like there's there's so many like shows these days that are like way too serious. And I think that this movie just does such a great job of like portraying a high school relationship. Do I ship it as a high school relationship? Maybe. I think that I, I'm having trouble seeing the application of Danny and Sandy later yeah. on in life. Yeah. Um, but th- that's me and De- we tend to overanalyze this crap anyway. I think this, mo- this movie was not meant to be analyzed to that extent. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but well, I, I like there are elements that I do ship. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if I ship the it in its entirety. Yep. I don't know. Well, Move on. Moving so on because we shouldn't keep <laughs> overanalyzing this. Uh, those are our thoughts on Danny and Sandy. And now we want to hear what does the audience think? So let's hear from a commenter, Devin. All right. Okay. So our comment today is from Julie. Thanks for writing in, Julie. Here's what Julie has to say. Sorry. Danny and Sandy are so fun. It's pretty clear that they aren't really great for each other, but they're a high school summer fling. Even if there's no way in hell John Schfolta and <laughs> Olivia Newton-John were high schoolers here, which is, side note, uh, that's the same for all of them. <laughs> yeah. I, like, not, none of them. Were, <laughs> they're but that's all also, like 30. <laughs> that's also true for any high school movie. Yep. Uh, yep. Even, even today, like they're still really Very true. casting. Anyways. I wouldn't say I'm sold on the whole flying off into the sky slash sunset um, and being together forever relationship. They have things to work out before we get there and they're fun to watch. Plus the music in Greece is just so enjoyable. Thanks, Julie. I think (laughs) that's pretty accurate. (laughs) Um, So we love that. Thank you so much to Marcy for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And to Julie for that comment. We just love hearing from you all. Speaking of which, if you're ever interested in joining us for an episode or sending in a comment, you guys know what to do. Please feel free to reach out over social media or email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And we would love to know what your thoughts are on the podcast. Please rate, like, review, subscribe, whatever you're able to do, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we would appreciate it. And thank you all so much. We love you. Yes. Thank you for listening. We go together like Yes, she's singing it with me. See you next time, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm.